0: Hello beauties, thanks so much for coming back to the podcast. Let's talk about the mindfulness here today as the purpose of this podcast uh, overall. And um, we start with a simple thing as Googling the terminology. So Google says that mindfulness is the practice of purposely bringing one's attention to the present moment experience without evaluation, a skill one develops through meditation or other training. So I want to just touch a little bit um, this topic today and explain and discuss why mindfulness is important, especially now it's all over the place um, in hundreds of blogs and books and podcasts, online programs, lectures, and you can, you know, you can find so much information to learn about it. Um, But is it something that we should definitely develop? strong yes. (laughs) Why? Well, that's why we're here for today to discuss that. So I've done my little research with um, some friends and family and people I've been studying with and just an online research based on my own experience in the past too. And what I see is that lots of people are chasing mindfulness as the answer to achieving their goals or dreams and becoming successful. Because um, that's what it's advertised as. Like, b- b- to, in order to be successful, you need to be mindful about this, this, and that. You need to be in the present moment. Uh, and it's such a mainstream world at the moment and so popular. Um, it's, yeah, it's a very good selling point. However, I want to make a point on a deeper level about, about it and tell you that um, mindfulness is... Actually, much, 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 much more than just that. So, imagine this example. And by the way, I, I love analogies, <laughs> so there's, there's going to be a lot, lots of them on this podcast. Um, but imagine you drive a car. You're driving a car. It's, um, let's say, SUV, and your SUV is like an ecosystem. So you've got someone's in the passenger seat chatting away. If you have children, it's kids screaming and or asking for some for something. Uh, imagine you got a dog and um, the dog is barking, the music is playing, there's some radio, some jokes around. Your phone sends you notifications that do seem important while you're driving and keeping an eye on Google Maps. And for the sake of making it even brighter example, let's imagine that the weather is awful and the terrain is so bad. Now, because there are so many things you're trying to focus on, And also, let's add on top some problems at work, some conversations you had before. So you're also thinking about 105 different things at the same time. Worrying about things, what happened last week, this week, what's going to happen next week. And it's just, you know, you're just all over the place. And because you're trying to focus on your kids, your friends, messages on your phone, Google Maps, that, that, that voice in your head saying, oh, you should have done this last week. Oh, that email you received, you should have replied by... By this time, but you won't have time. You're worried. Oh, your mom told you this. Oh, you forgot to call this guy. You might notice that the car also, again, adding on top of that, is making weird noises which aren't supposed to be there. So it's like, you know, total chaos. And in all this situation, if there's a deer jumping on the road in front of you, chances of your reaction be safe aren't too high. And even if there's just a deep hole in the road, you still can cause the crash and the accident, even if the weather is fine and the road is perfect. Just because your your mind is all over the place, you're not focused on what you're doing while you're driving, right? So that can cause really serious circumstances. And now imagine it's just you in a car, no phone notifications, or no one's in the car. Or let's say it's the same situation, but you have um the earplugs. And or you have headphones with some peaceful music, sounds of waves, um, whatever. And you can just focus on the road. You are able to just dis- disattach yourself from all the situation. And you're just focusing on one thing. What are you doing now? Which is driving. So whatever happens next, you can handle that because you know what you're doing, because you're focused. You are in the moment. So same applies to your life. That's how important the mindfulness is, although you're not driving 24-7 and even if you're just walking to the shop, you still need to be mindful about what's happening around you, right? Even for your mental health for your mental state while you're working, it's really important to keep an eye on it. But what I want to really focus your attention on today is the physical part of the mindfulness. That is something that um, at least I haven't seen that many examples of online or in those courses, in those lectures that I've been seeing online everywhere. Um, there are more and more of those popping out here and there, but mainly if you do your research. Like If you just Google about it, there's not much about the physical part of the mindfulness. So your body knows everything. It gives signs and clues, starting from something minor, that lots of people ignore like an easy feeling in your chest or stomach lack of air sweating and moving to serious issues like food intolerance allergies skin issues like rash eczema panic attacks or the worst of the worst let's say heart attack or cancer right and i think as the species we forgot in a way how to listen to our bodies ah oh, it's just a headache you know, like, oh, something's wrong with the weather. I haven't slept with... I just need a sleeping pill, you know? Mm, something hurts, like, oh, I'll take a painkiller. Pain uh, or I'll go to have a massage or something. It is especially painful to see how people are chasing that perfect body, but completely ignore the harm they might be causing by harsh dieting or lifting weights in a wrong way, pumping muscles for the sake of looking good, but not realizing... They might actually make the whole health situation worse. That's a whole other topic of conversation. And I'm not saying this to judge anyone because everyone makes their own decisions, which is absolutely fine. It's just when you do know a lot about physical part of your health. Not just only eating your five-a-day or um, taking some vitamins or going for a walk with your dog, but much more deeper than that. There's so many things that scare you in, when you look at other people's decisions. But again, these are not my decisions, and I'm not here to judge. But just a whole different topic to debate about, which is also very interesting. But um, even something tiny as just feeling, uh, feeling weird, something's wrong with my digestion, isn't even considered as a call from your body saying, "Hey, look at me. Hey, come here, come here. What are you doing at the moment?" We don't like that. It might be that you actually ate something, of course. But that's what it is about. Learning the signs up from your body. And whenever you feel, let's say, anxious, stressed, scared, I don't know, nervous, angry, annoyed. Where these feelings come from in your body. Is it in your chest? Is it... Your face, your cheeks are getting red. You're getting a headache. Is it your hands? You want to um, pinch your skin? You want to bite your um, lips? Is it? Is it your stomach? What is? Where is it? I like explaining a lot of my own examples if I have something to share. So here it is. <laughs> I... Um, it's not the best example ever in terms of um my um self esteem but i pinched the skin off around my nails and i used to have it since i was a kid and never actually till last year never um considered it being anything serious and sometimes it got to it got so severe that i could get um could get them to bleed quite you know Quite bad <laughs> um, and only last year I realized that I was so blind to my body, so my body was desperately trying to bring me to the moment now by doing so. This is also another um, another sign of um, and another form of self-harm. so it could be also self-punishing, but again when you when I started realizing what I'm doing and why I'm doing that. I was able to stop myself and be like, hmm, what am I doing? My body is trying to tell me something. What's going on? If, I'm tra- if that's the self-harm kind of situation, what am I punishing myself for? What I think I've done wrong? Um, why do I think I need to be punished? Or if my body is trying to bring me to the moment of now, what am I missing out? Where are my thoughts? And I'm able to um, maybe not stop it, just like one day, boom, and I don't do it anymore. But I'm able to stop myself in the moment and prevent it getting worse. This is still, you know, work in progress. I'm not going to lie, but the change is massive. If before I could do it, I swear to God, I think when I was like 12 or something, I've done it so I could see, you could see the meat, you could see the muscle, like, that's how bad it was, it was awful, if you look at my fingers, we have these, like, little um, lines on the fingers, right, and I could see that on some of my my fingers, the shape of the line is is um, weird, like, it's not like a line, it kind of, like, breaks down in half or something, or just changed the shape to, like, a zigzag, it's because at some point, I've done such big harm to the skin that it didn't grow back in the same way. Like, it was really bad, but I'd never understood that because I was always scared to slow down. I was always scared to just stop and ask questions. Why am I doing this? What is going on? Because you have to dig, and sometimes digging deeper, meaning uncovering some traumatic moments which are not great or just some, you know, something about yourself that you might not like, but you need to work on it. And... um Yeah, some of the most common answers I found were, I've been actually stressed about this issue at work or at home um, since yesterday, but I didn't give myself time to process that and resolve it internally, but it still bothers me, so that's my way to processing that. Or um, this person said the thing that reminded me the way my parents used to tell me, or used to treat me, and that triggered certain reaction. But again, I haven't had the time or didn't put any effort of thinking it through. Um, So just ignored it. So my body is processing what's left. Another example, which, to be honest, shocked me a little bit, um, happened this year too. So I started getting this random rash only on my back, and only in the evenings before I went to bed. I've changed the washing powder. I thought I got allergic to something. Then I thought we had bed bugs because it was so itchy and it was so crazy. Like it was only in bed, only before I went to sleep. I've analyzed what I've been eating, drinking, and I've read and researched a lot. And one thing that kind of like made sense more or less was a stress release before bed. That's how, yeah, the body does that sometimes. So, um, it just lets everything out in form of a random rash, which can be itchy for about 10 to 15 minutes as hell. And then just disappears. So I, for for a while, I thought, you know, possibly that is it. I had a stressful day at work. Um, it's not easy to be um to, be, to work and have a baby at the same time. Like, it is tough. So I kind of thought, yeah, that that was it. And then I've noticed some days I had no stress. We had a perfect weekend. It it was a chill day and I still had that rash. And then it started happening during the day, occasionally too, for about maybe a minute or two. Just very severe and then boom, gone. So it took me months to figure it out. Um, So basically, I have it when I look at someone and compare myself. Telling myself I'm not good enough. Judging myself kicking my ass for not doing something, for not achieving something, saying, oh, she's done this and she's got this and I don't have that and I want it. Or stressing out about me not achieving something that I wanted to do and finding excuses about that. Or it could be some very specific stress related to the money, financial success, career, or any terms of self-establishment. So these two things, Trigger it a lot, and that could be as tiny thing as someone in the movies. I'm watching the movie, and it's a very, very chill day. I've been just walking with my family, we were doing some family stuff. And in the evening, I, I get to bed, and there you go. Or someone sent me a message, or I just thought of some person, and just this thought process brought me to this reaction in my body. And again, I, if I haven't thought about it from this direction i would probably be working with nutritionists doctors who would suggest me to cut down 80 percent of my food that even that isn't even an issue take some meds um and you know i guarantee the problem would be still there so when i get this rash now i say to myself okay i see you okay let's see what bothers you let's let's and, and 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 see what i've done today what i've what i've thought about today what i who i spoke with today um trace so i trace back to my thoughts a little bit and then let's talk about it why do i think this way why why does it bother me is it my thought or someone else's thought is it my anxiety or someone else's that i'm trying to work through and then it's just gone Again, it's not something that just disappears in one night. Like, I haven't had them in ages, actually. Um, in a few weeks, I think, yeah. I haven't had them for a few weeks. But still, occasion, occasional ones still can. And I'm sure it will come up because that, 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 that's what our body d- does. Like, it sends me signals. And that's the way for it to tell me certain things. So mindfulness is much, much more than just a weekly yoga class. Daily five minutes dedicated to a diary... Meditation, I don't know, twice a week here and there. And even if, um, you know, I mean, meditation is amazing. It is amazing. However, you can be within the moment during those 10, 30 minutes of meditation and then be absolutely ignorant towards yourself for the rest of the day. Will meditation be helpful still? Absolutely, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Better than, you know, five, ten minutes a day than nothing at all. It's better even if you bring yourself to the consciousness of here and and now for a few seconds a day than nothing. But what's the best thing is to master it to a certain level. So ask yourself a question. How many times a day you just stop and do a little self-check? As easy as, where am I? It sounds stupid, but whenever you just do something and you're stressed out, if you just you know close your eyes and be like okay where am i i'm in the chair okay i'm in my home i'm in my office i'm sitting in a chair is it comfortable yes is my body comfortable uh, a little bit my shoulders a bit tensed i feel like i need to stretch a little bit or do a back workout okay okay um anything else in your body my nose is a little bit blocked because i'm a little bit ill but the rest I think, yeah, I think it's fine. Possibly could do with drinking a bit more water, but the rest is fine. What's my emotional state? I'm excited. I'm peaceful. I'm happy. I'm calm. Everything's fine. And this little self-check is good because sometimes you can be just, you can just think, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then if you stop, you're like, oh, actually, you know what? I haven't eaten for five hours. I don't feel hungry, but probably because of the stress, but I haven't eaten. I think I probably should at least have a banana or something. You know? And I'm not saying it's easy. Um, Easier with apps and notifications that help you to remember doing so. Uh, But to make it automatic, it will take a while. Especially with the current speed of life. We are in a rush. We're all running. uh, And it's not marathon. We're sprinting to achieve. To be better than anyone else. To make more money. To get more success. To to become someone. And, you know, we we are scared to stop, but we've got to do so. You can start with listening to your body. When you feel emotional, you experience any kind of emotions, pleasant or negative. Even even when you experience just happiness, it's really good to, to feel where it lives in your body. Where those little tickles of positive emotions, of endorphins, where are they? Yeah, it's really nice. Ask yourself, what how do you feel with an any emotion and as soon as you get you set up the balance between your mental and physical like finding the right radio frequency you'll see that your body has a lot to tell you hell of a lot to tell you um mind can tell you things that are not yours let's say but your parents or society can tell you it sounds weird, but some of the anxieties, they don't come from you. They come from your your, your your family. Let's say you might not be worried about the money. You have enough. But as soon as your bank account reaches a certain amount of money, you get panicked. Or as soon as your salary drops or you don't make enough sales or you have some big expenses, you start panicking. But sometimes it might happen that if you start digging, that's not your panic. You don't care. You've got enough. You have this and this covered, let's say your basic bills, you have some traveling expenses covered, you have your um, lunch out once a week and dinner out with with whoever once a week, Uh, occasional coffee and I don't know, something on your shopping list and you're happy, you're actually happy but something that was with you your whole life can stress you out but that's not yours, that's the luggage that you just picked up but you might need to leave it somewhere else. And all these things come to connection with your body, like your body will tell you something and then you might unravel so many things. Yeah? So come back next week to speak more about mindfulness in your body and mind. I'll share more tips apart from classic meditation, but of course we will not ignore it either. It's a very powerful tool. And see how you can build Uh, build that strong connection with your body and your mind. I appreciate you sticking with me today. Lots of love. Yours, Anastasia. Bye.